So my dad's advice, which I'll pass on as to, to everyone listening is, get to know your professors, go to office hours. Welcome to the first episode of My College Aftermath. My name is Nathan, and here with me today is Keith, an Oregon State University alumnus. Thank you so much for joining me, Keith. Thanks for having me, Nathan. So Keith, for my first question, what did you major in and what do you do now? I majored in computer science and I had a minor in mathematics as well. Um, And currently I work as a software consultant at Paraveda Solutions. Oh, what do you do for Paraveda? Um, well, we, uh, our firm, we go contract with other companies and build uh, software applications for them. So they'll have some need like this business process is just not working well. And uh, then we can work with them to build a software tool to fit their needs. And so that's where the consulting comes in because they don't know exactly what they want. Um, so we figure it out with them and then build it. Oh, that's really cool. What are some projects you've worked on? Uh, I worked on, um, so my first project was with a, one of the large um, car manufacturing companies. So I worked on a website for them. And uh, then my second project, I worked with a wood products manufacturer. And uh, we helped them with an application that helped uh, uh, in project management and uh, just keeping track of wood and how to cut it and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, then the one I'm on now is with one of the big um, cellular network companies. And uh, so we're helping them with an application in keeping track of equipment on cell towers and helping them to, uh, they, they have these designs where they, they need a, this antenna and this radio and uh, we need this equipment to work on the tower so that we can get the data out there and so that whole process of making that happen is um, where a lot of software tools come in handy. That sounds like a dream come true for people who want to work on various projects and with a variety of different people. Oh yeah that's part of why I picked the job because when I went to college I didn't know what I wanted to do exactly and so I just kind of kept picking the things that would allow me to do the most. I mean, I didn't want to get pigeonholed into one small niche area. So uh, then consulting is kind of like, it. it is the opposite of becoming a niche expert. It's mm-hmm. like you get a taste of everything. Wow. So. so it sounds like you didn't know what you wanted to do when you decided to go to college? No, I didn't. I... Um, I had an idea that I wanted to go into engineering of some type, and so I looked for good engineering schools and uh, and applied to those. But I didn't know what I wanted to major in before I went to college. So that's what led you to Oregon State? Yeah, uh, Oregon State, I mean, I was an Oregon resident, and so Oregon State had the cheapest tuition. Uh, but really the thing that stuck out in my mind the most was... I actually got a handwritten note from someone at Oregon State saying, hey, we hope that you choose Oregon State. And I was like, wow, this seems like a university that actually wants me there. The other ones seem like they'll accept me. And then I pay them and they're like, you can come if you want to pay. But Oregon State actually had that personalized note, which stood out to me. So you said that it was the cheapest. If you don't mind sharing, what was your financial aid situation like? 
Um, so for my family's situation, uh, I didn't qualify for need-based aid, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I was able to get some merit scholarships, and that helped re- lower the cost of, of school. Were those uh, through Oregon State or some outside program? Uh, those ones were through Oregon State. I, I believe I did have one that was an outside program, if I remember right, but it, it wasn't like a huge one, um, and I don't remember the details. <laughs> okay, so yeah. you have no clue of how you got that one? Uh, I don't remember, no. You know, and when you're applying to colleges, you fill out tons and tons of applications, and yeah. then you... you you lose track of all the ones you fill out yeah i'm preparing for that right now so -hmm. there's like so many different colleges to apply to and looking at all the college essays and all the forms you need to fill out oh yeah crazy it's probably the time in your life when you'll fill out more forms than any other time (laughs) (laughs) so did you do any internships while at oregon state i did yeah i did two six-month internships um, so it was through a program called MECOP that Oregon State has. And uh, so the first internship I did at um, a company that handled uh, supply chain logistics. They had this software application that kept track of uh, freight moving from like trucks to trains to boats and all that stuff. And so uh, I worked in their IT department there for about six months. And uh, then the second one, I, I actually worked at um, Garmin AT for a while. And uh, that was a really fun one. They, uh, they decided, hey, we'll, we'll put this uh, college kid on, in, on an R&D project and we'll just see what he figures out. And so they gave me a, a bunch of GPS textbooks and yeah. uh, I read about how GPS signals work and then um, kind of just experimented with stuff and wrote a, a few papers in the, the process and uh that i i really liked that six months that was a lot of fun yeah that sounds like the dream Just like, <laughs> let the college kid do what he wants see what he comes up with pretty much <laughs> so were these during summer or during school because you said six months yeah with this program you would uh take uh Typically with this one, uh, you would finish your degree in five years instead of four with these uh-huh. two six-month internships. Uh, but I came in with a lot of AP credits, so I was uh-huh. actually able to still finish in four. But the, the first one was spring, summer of junior year, after junior year. So my junior year had only two terms, and then I took spring off. And then um, I went to full year first, my senior year, and then... It was actually after I graduated, I did the second internship. Yeah. Um, And that was six months, summer, fall. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when did you finally decide you wanted to go into computer science? Um, Well, it was my first term at Oregon State. I uh, selected the major. It's one of those memories that's like burned into my mind. (laughs) I, I just... Uh, So I took this engineering class that kind of touched on each of the disciplines one week at a time. And I didn't feel like I learned much of anything, but I, it, maybe it gave me enough of a sense of 
at the end of it, I felt like either computer science or electrical engineering. Those seem pretty interesting to me. And I walked into the career counselor's office and he asked if I knew what I wanted to do yet. And I told him either electrical engineering or computer science. And But I said, we'll just arbitrarily choose computer science and I'll declare that as my major. And I can change it later if I don't want to do it. And, and I just walked out of the office that day just feeling so happy that I declared a major. And... Uh, and I never changed it either. Wow. So, uh, I yeah, the following term, I took a electrical engineering class that just went terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a computer science class, which I loved. Mm-hmm. So um, it just made the choice easy because uh, I like the computer science class so much more than the electrical engineering one. That's good to hear that you were able to figure out pretty early in college which path you wanted to take. Do you think college prepared you for the job you're in right now? Um, yeah, I'd say so. It, it definitely taught me the base um, programming skills so that I could go in and know what I was doing to a certain extent. Yeah. But uh, more than anything, though, I, I think that in college, it really pushes you to learn how to learn yeah. and to do it quickly. Um, And so no matter what job you end up in, you're not going to have the skills you need for the job, even if you have a college degree. (laughs) You're going to have to learn those skills. And the faster you learn them, the more effective you're going to be at the job. Yeah, I know I've definitely been anxious and had that misconception before that I'm going to go to college, I'm going to learn all about computer science, and then when I go to my job, I'll immediately know what they're talking about, like, all know all that computer science stuff from college but uh the more i talk to people the more i learn that you don't uh know all of the stuff that your job requires oh yeah for sure i i'm actually my coworker, uh she had just came out of college and so we've had all sorts of conversations about how software in the real world is not like software at college it's kind of like at college you work with these little sandboxes and you play in the sandbox with your little toys and and then you go into the real world and and then you realize it's much more vast and these software systems are very incredibly complicated and all of the things they teach you as best practices when you get to the real world it's a miracle if you see all those best practices yeah. uh, in play. Usually it's just like you, you have to cut corners to get stuff out there. And uh, yeah, it's very different. How did, um, how did the workload differ throughout your college? Um, some terms were very, very hard. And some terms were not bad at all. And uh, I... I yeah, some some terms I was just like working nonstop, uh, and I don't know. It, was, it like it was tough at times, really tough, and I to the point where I'd wonder how am I gonna get through this term. Uh, but I stuck to it, and uh, it's kind of like those moments when you wonder if you can do it, and then keep trying anyway. Those are like the greatest learning moments because you're not just learning a lot. You're also learning what you're capable of doing. And 
And maybe you go through that experience and fail, and then you also learn what your limit is too, and that's valuable as well. Was this by random chance that your workloads varied, or did you set it up like that? Um, some of it was random chance. You, I tried to plan as best I could. I like to do my harder terms in the winter because in the winter you're just kind of buckled down. There's not a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, and, and in the fall, like we have the feast, and so it it's kind of harder to have a week off and then catch up if it's a hard term than an easy term. So I tried to do falls a little bit easier that way. Uh, but it doesn't always work out. Like one time I had, uh, there was a class that generally everyone said that I, some people said, it's a cakewalk. It's super easy. Uh, great class to pair with this other really hard class. And so I thought, okay, cool, cool. I'll take this at the same time. But then that term, uh, there was a new professor from the university of Chicago, uh, who had not taught the class yet and figured, ah, well, this is a writing intensive class now, so I'm going to make it a writing intensive class. And oh, then you're going to have to write stuff, and uh, we're going to make them work in teams. And they he put us into teams of eight. Eight people. And uh, um, anyone in the software world, and, um, and like, we know an eight-person team is large and hard to manage. And you have a professional manager in the real world. This was a group of eight college students who didn't know how to manage a project, who were trying to figure out how to manage a project at the same time of how to get it done. Um, and eight people is just like tough. Um, so that that cakewalk class turned into one of the hardest classes I've taken. Um, and I happened to take it during at the same time of these other hard classes so uh this this was actually the term i was thinking about when i said there were some terms where i wondered how am i gonna get through this so that sounds really challenging was that your hardest class or do you remember your hardest class from college um yeah one of the I, so that team class was pretty hard but then I was also at the same time taking this operating systems class, which is learning how the core of the computer works. And so you're like digging really deep into software when you're learning operating systems. And each of these homework assignments, I think we had like five homework assignments over the course of the term and each one we had two weeks to do, which is a good thing because I would, I think I've calculated it out. I was spending like roughly 40 hours per assignment or something like that. That That's like a full work week on one assignment. And, and then you have all your other class load on top of that. So it was really intense. Um, but to get through it, I took my dad's advice. So my dad's advice, which I'll pass on as to, to everyone listening is, get to know your professors go to office hours uh, because they will help you get your work done more effectively and um, so i i went to my ta's office hours and i just kept asking all these questions and he'd say oh, have you thought about doing this or this and and then he'd give me direction and so i didn't have to spend quite as much time banging my head against the wall uh, when i had some direction from the ta and uh, 
the funny thing is, my TA, he, he guided me to solve the problem. And uh, I was like, okay, cool. And then I did it. And he gave me an A on the assignment because, uh, I mean, he helped me out. See, this, this is the other thing, too. Yeah. If you get help from the person grading you, you're going to get a better grade. Yeah. Uh, and as it turns out, um, I raised my hand in class uh, describing what I did for this homework problem. And the professor is like, oh, that's what you did? You did it entirely wrong. <laughs> and it, you didn't get the purpose of the assignment if you did it that way. And I was like, oh, well, my TA kind of guided me to this solution and gave me an A. So I didn't say that part, but I got the A on the assignment anyway. So, <laughs> well, that is a good tip to learn. I know definitely for me and for a lot of my friends, we're more antisocial, so that would not be my go-to solution um, of having hard work. But I will definitely have to consider that, especially when I go to college. Oh yeah, it's it's incredibly effective. I I especially if you take classes where it's like a literature or English class and you're graded on your essays. Mm -hmm. If you ask your professor for feedback on the essay before you turn it in like essay grading is a little bit subjective and so if you get them on your side they're going to give you a good grade yeah and actually what in one of my writing classes i kept going to my professor for more feedback and he kept giving me feedback and like and i kept accepting it and rewriting the essay and then at the end he said actually this essay came out really really good <laughs> Uh, can I submit it to a competition? And so I said, sure. <laughs> Thinking, I don't, like, whatever. <laughs> like, he can submit it to a competition. Um, but it turns out his judgment on what a good essay was was actually accurate because it ended up winning the competition and I got wow. $500 out of this essay. So <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear. Uh well, we just talked about your hardest class. So what was your favorite class at college, if you had one? Oh, my favorite class. I I think my, I mean, I, I have a lot of classes I liked, but the one that I enjoyed and it was really easy, like the best of both worlds, was my uh, music appreciation reggae class, where wow. <laughs> just the... Sat in class and listened to reggae music, discussed Jamaican history, and uh, usually what the homework was was listen to more reggae music. Um, so <laughs> it was a, it was a great class. <laughs> so aren't you now well educated in reggae music? Yeah, uh, probably not anymore. But at one point, I could say what all the major uh, genres of reggae were in the time periods, and <laughs> so. I'm, very very fascinating history, actually. That sounds very fascinating. And it sounds like a fun class. Mm -hmm. um, are there any experiences that have stuck with you from college? Experiences that have stuck with me. Oh, uh, yeah. There's... Um, I had a, a databases class where the professor, he warned us going into the midterm saying, every year there are people that make this mistake on this test and i tell the class every year 
read the directions carefully and don't make that mistake. And uh, I took the test and on, and then a few weeks later I was walking to class and I ran into my professor and we just chatted as we walked to class and I asked him how the, how people did on the midterms and stuff. And he's like, yeah, you know, I tell everyone every year, read the directions, don't make this mistake. And uh, every year there's a few people that do it. <laughs> and as we were walking, I was thinking in my mind, oh, dang, I think I made that mistake. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and uh, we got the test back. And sure enough, I had. And it's just like the most frustrating thing because I know how to solve those problems. And yet it was just a slight wording error and I'm misread and I got zero credit for this whole segment of the test and I got a C on the test because of it and uh, that was really frustrating and so I went and talked to my professor about it in his office hours saying hey look can't I get partial credit for showing that I know knew how to break apart the problem and solve it and I was trying to negotiate some more points with him and he just told me a life lesson of, look, I'm not going to. And he told me a story of how he submitted this research proposal for the military and he submitted it like a minute late, one minute late. And they rejected it because it was one minute late. And he just told me like, sometimes life is tough like that and you're not going to get partial credit. It's just gonna be all or nothing and he gave me nothing except for that life lesson and uh that that's something that kind of stuck with me from college yeah well that sounds like a good takeaway at least you got something out of it yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> and the the points on that test don't matter anymore so that yeah, was that's worth true. more than the points <laughs> did you uh make any friends in college that you still uh, are in contact with today uh yeah there's a a few um that i reconnect with uh, here and there actually one of them my my best friend from college uh he and i took a job at the same company and worked at the same company for a while um, so that, we kind of followed each other that way and then a, another friend uh from college um we kind of connected a little bit at college enough to know I thought, hey, this is kind of a cool guy. And then it turns out he took a job at the same company too. And uh, and then we ended up being roommates for a while as well. So, uh, But he's since moved to a new company and gotten married, but I still keep in touch with him as well. So, Well, that's good to hear. I know definitely when it comes to education and high school, um, from my siblings that you lose like 95% of all your friends you have in high school. Um, did this happen in college too? Or do you feel like you retained more? Um, yeah, I had a smaller friend group in college because, you know, in high school, in I mean, for at least in my situation, a lot of these people I went through elementary and junior high and high school with, mm -hmm. and you move around from friend group to friend group a little bit and know a lot of people. Yeah. In college, you just have four years. Um, 
And depending on kind of your approach to college, like uh, I know that if you go into a business degree, it's they are all about the social stuff and networking more in the business mm-hmm. field. So you get a lot more friends that way. In engineering, you have you just have to go heads down and work on homework a lot of the time. So you don't have as much time to have a big friend group. So you have a, a smaller, closer friend group in, in those uh, disciplines. But um, that that smaller friend group, I've uh, kept in touch with a very few of them. And uh, and now I'm kind of learning, like, if, if you want to hold on to your friends, it takes some deliberate effort to keep reaching out periodically. And, um, and that's actually a really valuable skill. <clears throat> so if you can, if you can hold on to a few of your high school friends, um, just keep ch- check in with them like once a year, maybe see how they're doing. Uh, that's a very valuable skill to, to practice. Um, and in fact, I, I talked to one of the executives at my company recently and I asked him what was, what would be one thing that you wish you knew when you were just starting your career and he said networking and staying in touch with people so the sooner you learn that like the more like it it's it's just so valuable you don't know what uh, doors of relationships gonna open and because someone might say hey i know that we have this job opening over here or we have this over here and those relationships are these little windows that can take you places and you never know where where they're gonna go Yeah, well, that kind of leads into what I was going to ask you next, which is, do you have any regrets um, from college or anything you wish you would have done? Um, I don't, I don't really have much in the way of regrets because I, I tend to think with the mindset of like, if I did something poorly in the past, okay. Yeah. I will do better in the future. And and so things like staying connected with high school friends and college friends, you know, you know, you you lose some friendships over time. That's just inevitable. Um but when you realize like it's you can do that more like then then you just start making friends where you're at and you you start somewhere. And um so I, I can't think of anything I really regret and would want to change mm-hmm. if I were to redo it. Um, so that's that's my thought, at least. Well, that's good to hear. It definitely sounds like you've uh, learned a lot from your life and have hopefully applied it to what you're doing now. So what was the highlight of going to college if you had one or a couple? I think, well, one of the funnest things about my college experience was uh, we got a group of guys together and lived in this three-bedroom house, and there were six of us guys, and wow. uh, <laughs> we had a good time. Like, but we got a, our house set of Nerf guns and mm-hmm. shoot Nerf guns around the house. That there was one day. Uh, we we had a party where we made the stupidest games possible. Like we invented games where you like I don't know, kind of minute to win it type games, and we did that one time. And uh, another time we uh, thought it would be funny to dress up and go to the local grocery store dressed in suits, 
And so we all got dressed in suits to look official walking down the aisle around our one cart, just four guys dressed up in one shopping cart. And it's just like the goofy stuff that comes with college is pretty fun. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> one of the best things about college is just having more responsibility, but still being able to let loose and do st silly stuff. Um, so looking back now, do you think that going to Oregon State was the right choice for you? Yeah, I think so. It It's worked out well thus far. Got a job in the end. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good experience. I, I actually really liked uh, Corvallis, which is where Oregon State is. It was like a small town, and uh, I got to go biking out into the forest when I needed a break from homework and stuff. So I... I, I really like that experience and I'm glad I went there over like a college in a, a big city, at least for me, just because I, I enjoy being able to get out into the quiet, especially because college can be stressful. So having having your places that you can go to to de-stress is important. Well, Keith, thank you so much for coming in. Definitely. <laughs>